Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Public Speaking Tips on the Public Speaker Podcast. This is uh, part two for our different types of series, uh, for different types of speeches, it's not series, speeches, for public speaking audio podcast series. And this podcast is going to go over in informative speeches. What are informative speeches? Why should they be used? Why should you know them if you're trying to be a public speaker? And how the distinction between informative speeches and other types of speeches is necessary um, in order to be able to create a good speech that has the purpose that you want out of it, as long as you know what type of speech it is. So, I know I just said a lot, probably ranted a little bit, but this podcast is about informative speeches, so if you don't know what they are, stay tuned and let's get into the podcast. So... An informative speech pretty much sounds like what it's called, right? It is a speech that is trying to inform the audience about something. So when you're making an informative speech, you're trying to take on the role somewhat basically of as a teacher, in which you are trying to inform the audience of some type of message. Now that may be about an object, an event, a historical moment in time, whatever it may be, you're essentially taking the role of a teacher trying to inform the audience of something. And the informative part comes within the content of your speech about what you want the audience to know. Which means an informative speech is comprised of a lot of different things. The main thing it is comprised of are examples. Facts, statistics, empiricism, historical data, etc, etc. All of this stuff sort of forms a lot of the meat of an informative public speech because it is used to prove the story or example of what you want your audience to understand. There's a couple of reasons why informative speeches are important, and uh, constructing an informative speech first comes with, the, with understanding and reverse engineering the process of what do you want your audience to know, right? Are you talking about an object? Are you talking about something tangible? Are you talking about an event? What do you care about the audience learning about? And once you understand what you want the audience to take away from your speech, it becomes a lot easier to construct an informative message that is not just like a, a Wikipedia page, right? That is not just something that people can read on their own, but it's something that is more practical and grounded in what you're trying to talk about. Again, when you know what you're gonna talk about and when you know what you're trying to inform your audience of, the speech ultimately becomes easier because now you know what you want the audience to take away from that. And if you're a teacher on the subject or you're taking the role of a teacher, then the number one thing you really have to do is establish credibility in the field that you're talking about. No one wants to know about astrophysics astrophysics from a singer, right? Because a singer may not know a lot about astrophysics because that's not their field. Uh, so if you're going to give a speech about something that maybe is not in your field or maybe is out of your field or is just something random, it really helps to establish credibility. And that doesn't mean you need to like list off all your accomplishments or anything like that. I actually think that that doesn't really matter, right? I think people can become credible and talk about anything in a credible way based upon how their speech is structured and based upon the content of the things they say, the story that they tell the audience in order to let the audience know that this person may have a little sense of what they're talking about. That comes with actually hooking your audience and making them engaged. And we did a series on that and I'll put that in the description below. But here are some examples I found online, right? So if you're giving a speech about an object, there are three examples you could talk about. Uh, what to look for when purchasing a new computer system. So that would be informing the audience of what to purchase or what to look for when you're trying to make that purchase. Um, uh, is ethanol a viable alternative to fossil fuels? So these are, in, uh, these are the speeches where you would be providing a lot of evidence, a lot of data, a lot of things of that nature to be able to convey a message. Uh, you can also have speeches about events, right? So you can have the origins of the holiday known as Halloween. That is something informative that you're trying to get an audience to understand or know. Uh, the primary causes of World War II, right? So why did things happen? What are the root causes? What are the nuances between why something occurred? 
all of this stuff ultimately is trying to inform your audience of some type of message. Also, two other things you can do in informative speeches. So you can have speeches about concepts. These would be things like philosophy, hypotheses, arguments, so like the Big Bang Theory, socialism versus capitalism, all of these types of things would be included in an in informative speech. And then you could have sort of speeches about processes, right? So these are about how something is made, how to organize a plot for a novel, or how pearls develop in oysters. These are sort of how-to explanations of things and like ways to get the audience's attention hooked because they're now being informed of something that they either previously did not know or they knew but they didn't know to the extent that you're informing them about. And that's where an informative speech becomes so much more powerful. The key thing in informative speeches is you're trying to educate your audience about a topic. So if you're trying to educate them, you want to make sure that the education is actually received in some capacity. And to me, an informative speech can get very, very boring if you're just listing random facts, if you're talking about things that are relevant and important but not conveying them in a way that makes them seem meaningful, or you're just spitting out facts and, and, and flipping through slides on a slide deck about things that have happened. Uh, I think in order to give an effective informative speech, and when I mean effective, I mean a speech that actually gets your audience's attention so that they can be informed about something. because. Most people don't want to sit through a lecture hall, right? It's why no one goes to lecture halls in college, or if they do, uh, it's like once a semester. Not saying I've done that. Maybe. The point is, people don't like to be lectured at. People want to be told a story to get their attention, or people want something meaningful out of what you're trying to say. So I think the best way, in conclusion, to really construct an informative speech is create a story out of it. Whether you're talking about how pearls get into oysters, or whether you're talking about the origins of World War II, there has to be a dynamic element to the information you're conveying in a way that is, in my opinion, told as a story to really get the audience hooked and care about what you're talking about. At that point, because if you're not doing that, at that point you're just stating history or talking about something that exists in, in the billions and trillions of things that exist in the world, and you could get information about that, the question is, could you get attention to get informed about that in the first place.